Stop! Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Uh, welcome to Dirty Harry Minute, a podcast where we analyse the film Dirty Harry, uh, featuring our favourite actor, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Tim, and I'm joined with our regular John. Hello, this is the sound of my voice. And we have some uh, great guests today. Oh, yeah. um, Greta, welcome back. G'day, mates. <laughs> uh, how have you been? Oh, you know, good. good. Miss- I just started a diet over Christmas. That wasn't very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Hot dogs only. Just uh, hams. One ham a day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other guests returning as well. Ben, welcome back. Good evening. And Irvi. Hi. Hey. Deep breath, everyone. Let's go. All right. We're on to minute 59. The minute begins with Scorpio coming to a final rest on the path and ends with the sound of ambulance sirens in the distance. Well, he doesn't come to a final rest, does he? Because then he gets up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been given some misinformation. He rolls, <laughs> he roll, he rolls down a hill, uh, then he gets up and pulls a knife out of his leg, and he's like, That's oh, true. that hurts. It's a very misty hill as well. A lot of mist in the background. Did you like the mist, Greta? <laughs> I, 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 I like the mist. I, I don't know if I liked it as much as um, Scorpio's um, flamboyant uh, screams, screams of pain. Screams yeah. and hobbling. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to go, Ooh, I'm on the drug, I'm on the drug, I'm on the drug to kill Rare Phoenix. <laughs> we determined that Scorpio is probably a big amphetamine head, if nothing else, Ben. Yes. Mm. Yes. That was, well, no, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> I said he smoked like a doobie. From experience, yeah. Both these things are now canon. Then Dirty Harry, he, like, fires a shot and, like, the shot is meant to attract the attention of help. But the way it's framed, it looks like he's trying to shoot Chico again because he's pissed off with how badly Chico fucked up his assignment. <laughs> is uh, Chico in your good books, Greta? He's still... Did he do a good job? Um, he's in my good books, then, as, insofar as the, the six minutes I've seen total of this film in relation to <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that's not the answer you wanted. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's doing his job. But, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not on the streets, on the beat, doing the hard work. Yeah. <laughs> he's fumbling. He's great at drawing right. fire. That's Chico's job, getting shot at. Yeah. I find it hilarious, Greta, that um, I forgot what minutes we had you on last. But if you've only watched two sequences, it's like, what do you imagine's happened in between? <laughs> Not this one. Yeah. No. So I know, I know that much has happened. You know, <laughs> that didn't happen, but every woman is dead in it. So um, yeah. there's no women except for the dead ones. In Magnum Force, a woman, like 
a nude is thrown or shot out of a uh, out of a apartment block, but not by Harry, by by some bad hoods, by vigilante cops. So <laughs> she was half correct. Most of the women are nude, aren't they? And dead. Oh yeah, dead and nude. Dead and nude. Dead. It's yeah. The well, combo. some of them are alive and nude. Also, wouldn't let me watch um, Pretty Woman because it glorifies prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got a point there. <laughs> it glorifies pedestrian filmmaking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Gary Marshall is not cold in the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Greta, the real question, when the paramedics attended the scene, did they attend to Harry or Chico first? (laughs) And for what reason? Uh, uh, What I reckon happened, just from the, again, the six minutes I've watched, (laughs) what I gather happened is they attended to Harry first and he said, no, no, go Take care of my partner. Who I just shot. <laughs> yeah, Chico was really cre- screaming Chico, and crying. Ch- Chico has much worse injuries, but Harry is making the bigger deal over his... Oh, get two cracked ribs. Imagine he didn't, never mentioned Chico was there. Just left Chico in the bushes. Yeah, Whoops, sorry, I forgot. Andy Robertson has revealed that he also did these stunts himself and he got stunt pay as well as acting pay. Uh, so. Really? I think. Oh, I suppose it would be. Right? How much did he get paid to get stabbed? <laughs> he was getting what he said was a thousand dollars a week, which nine seventy one. Well, uh, adjusted for inflation, yeah. is like twelve grand I'd, a week. Or something. I'd take that, and you get to meet Clint Eastwood. That was his first, his first major film. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? That's right. he was yeah. very inexperienced. Twelve grand a week, a lot. First yeah. and last. <laughs> He's got a lot of credits, but not a lot of what you'd call. Uh, Major leading parts. I think he was in a murder. Sh- two murder she wrote. Nice. I think everyone in this movie, apart from Clint Eastwood, went on to a role in Murder She Wrote. <laughs> it was also in a few episodes of Streets of San Francisco, which mm, I've yeah. never seen, but it's well regarded TV show. Uh, yeah. But was he mainly a stage actor? Yeah. So really, he was probably. <laughs> That's where he honed his scream. <laughs> he may have been struggling for paychecks until. Star Trek. He was seen apparently in a, a idiot ripoff called Subject to Fits, a play off, off, off Broadway, as he said. And uh, <laughs> Clint, um, you're going too deep here, John. It's so off, off, off that it's back in Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> off, off. By which, by which we mean, you know, Wisconsin. <laughs> Do you think, uh, Greta, that Scorpio, well, in his private time, has sort of conniption fits? Is he, is he really unhinged that bad? And he's Subject to fit. This private time, you said, what happened? Is Scorpio, in his private yeah. time, is he just subject to psychosomatic fits of rage? And is he, yeah, I don't know. Um, sounds like. What are you, you know, getting at, is, John? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you what you're asking, like, after this all happens, does he have PTSD? <laughs> We're asking, yeah, do, you, think do so. you think he just goes back and, you know, runs himself a bath, lights some scented candles, <laughs> just tries Drinks to find the, his um, centre? Yeah. Well, no, he might just fills his house with yellow bags. It's not about the money, it's about the yellow bags. That's right. Oh, sorry, that's all I see. I always just see this fucking yellow bag. It's, it's pretty the cool yellow bag. does stand out. It's like the little girl in Schindler's List. It really <laughs> sticks out of every scene. Also, you guys didn't warn me about the leg stab. Yeah. Hey, how do you think he felt? Because I don't, I don't even watch, like, I can't watch any violence whatsoever. All vomiting. Oh, this is the movie for you. <laughs> trigger warnings for those things. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a lot of threatened uh, vomiting in this movie, Greta. I think I'm going to oh, really? Yeah, three times it happens. Harry should have vomited, like, 
in this bit, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he's so badly beaten, supposedly. He looks like he should be vomiting, but he doesn't. And that's a mistake. Guys, I'm triggered. Guys, I'm triggered. <laughs> did it, did, um, is it just me or did Harry's sort of attempt to get a shot off just seem a bit gratuitous? <laughs> he, he didn't really need to fire a shot because he couldn't yeah, really see Scorpio. I think it's him getting no, his No, he's not shooting at Scorpio. But... He's trying to attract the attention of emergency services. In Is case he? they haven't heard the repeated machine gun fire from well, several maybe, seconds. Maybe he's trying to shoot Chico. That's what I said. It looks like he's trying to shoot Chico. But I took it as he's, he's just, yeah, he can't seriously think he's going to hit Scorpio. Mm, I think he just likes to fire I think it's gun. just, I haven't fired a gun for several minutes. and <laughs> I've got to get one off. Yeah. That's what you're doing in the toilet. He's got blue balls. <laughs> And a shot looking up the cross again. Looking up the cross again, because God sits in judgment on us all. <laughs> Greta, did you know that Andy Robinson said he received for at least two or three years after this movie death threats? Why? Because his people just associated him so much with that that killer. Mm. They they believe. Really? Yeah. People morons. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think there's always a, a story like that. Nah. Yeah, it's dumb. Anyone who plays like an iconic villain, they always tell stories about how, yeah, people come up to me in the street and they slap my face and they say, how could you? (laughs) It's like, surely there aren't that many people in the world who watch movies without knowing what a movie is. Yeah. So, my my best friend, can I tell this story? Do you have time? Of course. Okay, so my best friend was um, on Shortland Street, which is the Kiwi equivalent of Neighbours. It's set in a hospital. Mm -hmm. And... um, in New Zealand, people would come up to her and they go, Oh, girl, I know you. I know you. Well, you're a nutsie. <laughs> Whoa. She's like, No, no, I'm an actress on a television show. <laughs> oh, you, 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 but uh, you can help my auntie, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And they wouldn't let up, and no matter how many times she said, No, I, I don't have any medical training, I'm just an actress. <laughs> oh, yeah, you might come to my house and uh, just um, help my auntie, okay? <laughs> wow. God, what the hell? But here's the thing about Andy Robinson, and spoiler alert, but if you believe that Andy Robinson is his character in the movie, you believe he's dead. Why are you sending death threats to someone who you saw die? (laughs) Very good. Yeah, that's true. You'd be pretty um, uh, obsessive back then without the internet. It's like, how do you track Andy Robinson down? Oh, yeah. But that's that's the safest kind of death threat to send it to someone that's dead because they can't retaliate. (laughs) I send death threats to Stan all the time. (laughs) Just got to make the point. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Tim, yeah, what did you think of this minute? Uh, bit of an, it's a bit, bit of a, a letdown after the previous high-pitched scream minute. <laughs> One lukewarm minute. We'll call this the botanist's minute because uh, if, uh, if... Okay, let's. If shrubbery is your thing, you get some good views. I, I do like... I always like seeing Scorpio hobble around. <laughs> Does he do it convincingly? I don't know. Do you like him hobbling, Greta? It's a bit overdone. It's a bit like, like surely you should have prepared for this. Like, of course yeah. he's going to have a knife, idiot. Uh, <laughs> it does do a little bit of a Charlie Chaplin walk. Yeah, it's a bit over the top. But then again, I've never seen someone who's actually been stabbed in the leg. So maybe oh. that's how you walk. Yeah. I don't know. It would hurt. Instead of using that... Um, Painful. Instead of using the balaclava to plug his uh, hole in his leg, he should have picked up the 
the sticky tape from Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he dropped or yeah. kicked off. Yeah, yeah. Clint that he lost from his knife. Yeah. yeah. Well, he should have left the knife in. Uh, yeah. You know, let a doc. Let a doctor do that. <laughs> I don't like a leg stab. Okay, no. That was, uh, no. That's a confront for me. Better than better than an eye stab. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> what do you think of the blood? The color of the blood? Very fake. <laughs> it's like It's red, which I believe is medically accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like gum or something. Blood's got a trigger, guys. I wouldn't go down this path. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm half joking, but I'm not. Like. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> so, Greta, you've got obviously the symbolism of the uh, the cross there. <laughs> Harry's been beaten up. He would be a martyr, but we don't know yet if the if his good work is going to save the girl. Empty Christianity, empty symbolism of the the cross there, Ben. Jesus doesn't I think it's save. very strong. Yeah, well, that is the symbolism, isn't it? Here's a cross. No one gets saved. True. <laughs> I wish uh, this movie makes me want to understand Christianity better than I do to to bring out some think piece of the symbolism in here. But ugh. well, Harry has been sacrificed on the cross, like our Lord. He gave himself for our sins. Yeah. Wait. What about Chico? <laughs> he's, a, he's like one of the, the, the real hero. <laughs> Shiko is uh, the follower. What's the, what are they called? Him? The rock roller. Yeah. <laughs> and Scorpio is is Barabbas, and he will meet Jesus again in paradise. Greta. Yes. I've got a nice quote here from Andy Robinson. Is everyone ready for it? No, I don't think I ever will be. Never stopped you before, Greta. He says, "I didn't get it at first. That kind of evil, that kind of violent mindlessness. I don't go around thinking of killing people all the time. So it was a stretch for me to drop into that place. I couldn't play act at being a bad guy and twirl my moustache and do evil laughs. I had to go somewhere that was real. It took a toll. My whole physiognomy, my bone structure changed. My wife was driven crazy by what was happening. Just living in that psyche and mindset and working that territory, I guess... It was exhausting. That'd be annoying to be his wife. But first of all, <laughs> you call that convincing? <laughs> I call it wonderful. <laughs> I think if he had a moustache, he would have twirled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he basically acted like a psychopath for yeah. months and his if wife I'm, If I may that. quote Sir Lawrence Olivier to Dustin Hoffman on the set of Marathon Man, have you considered acting? <laughs> That's right, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you're being paid to pretend to be someone else. Yeah, you don't have to get in fully become That's them. That's par for the course. Did he have to get into the headspace of whatever he was on Star Trek? An alien or whatever? Was Garrick. he like, I, I, I don't know what it's he like to be now. He's just kind of be professional. Like, I mean, I've heard Tom Cruise, but he has to play like a serial killer. He'll just go and murder a bunch of people. Yeah, like, it's method. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't do that. Also, Andy, your bone structure didn't change. Yeah. I promise you, your bone structure is exactly the same as it was before. <laughs> Tim, st- stand up for our new friend, Andy. Also, so, to, be fair, friend. to be fair to the actors, they probably get asked a lot of these very repetitive questions about how, how much work was it to <laughs> become this character, blah, blah. blah. Well, <laughs> a perfectly acceptable answer is, it wasn't that much work. I'm an actor. My job is to pretend to be other people. So, I did. <laughs> but, but, Greta, back then... 
Like today we have the stereotype of the, the psychopaths of Kevin Spacey and Seven or... Kevin Spacey in real life. <laughs> boom, boom. Like a Kevin Spacey in his latest video. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, I mean, I don't know what the litmus test was for a good... It was just Anthony Perkins in Psycho or something, and he wasn't really a serial killer as so much just as he was a, a psycho, right? I think it's eyes up. I think it's nose, sorry, nose upwards. Like, if you can make your eyes go dead, but the rest of your face do whatever, yeah. you know, Christian Bale and American Psycho kind of thing. Who yeah. really was basing that on Tom Cruise? If you can do really? that, then I think that's the litmus test. The, the yeah. level of deadness your eyes can achieve. I think probably for the time, for 1971... It was probably a much a much more grounded portrayal oh. of a psychopath than than maybe other actors of the day would have because it was mm. it was just it was just Hollywood was just beginning to catch on to the idea of making movies that looked like real life. So the idea of actually trying to seem like a real person was probably a new thing for an actor. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, like what you'd hear about a psychopath being like. I think the scream's good. I mean, I yeah. think if I was if I was stabbed in the leg by someone who I trusted, like Dirty Harry, trusted, yeah, <laughs> a friend, a friend like Dirty Harry. <laughs> you were a fan of the original Scream, weren't you, Tim? Oh yeah, is there good screams in that? <laughs> oh, I haven't watched it in so long. Not really, I don't think. That's the irony in the movie Scream. Nobody <laughs> screams at all, and in Scream Two, there's only one scream. <laughs> Greta, yeah. Do you think you'll ever finish watching Dirty Harry? Have these minutes <laughs> sold you? <laughs> what? Sorry, whenever I say stuff, I can't hear you guys. Sorry, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Will you ever watch Dirty Harry in its entirety? Probably not. I don't like violence. I can't even watch Norseman because of the violence, and I know it's supposed to be a comedy. Um, <laughs> you say Norbert or Norseman? Norseman, Norseman, the new Netflix show. My uh, partner loves it, and I can't get into it. Even though it's meant to be joke violence, it's still violence, and I can't hack it. Greta, ma- maybe once we're done with this whole entire series of the podcast, you should listen to each minute and work out which ones are violent and not. And then- <laughs> Stop and start. That's it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There aren't a lot of non-violent ones, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, you could watch the one where he orders lunch. Yeah, or the one with the helicopter. Yeah. I love lunch movies. <laughs> he gets interrupted, though, so uh, yeah, be careful. It's not satisfying. Yeah. He, doesn't even, he doesn't even eat his lunch. He goes and does violence instead. Yeah. <laughs> they never eat their lunch in movies. Yeah, it's annoying. It's you know, in Greece, it's like they get all this 1950s Sundays and fries and yeah. stuff and malts and... Ten seconds later, let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> it's a big tease. That's what I always think in apocalypse movies. Like, why? Where do they eat? Where do they shower? Where do they yeah. sleep? Like, people have got to live. And yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that banality. And they never show it. It's just not glamorous enough. Well, you definitely shouldn't finish watching yeah. Dirty Harry then. No, you don't. <laughs> well, that's pretty much all I've got for this minute, guys. I love how it ends on the on an upshot of the of the cross. Hmm. Um, yeah, they ran that down your throat, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> it would be funnier if, if as he looked up the cross, like um, an anvil came falling down in his face or, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. or maybe like a monkey or something. Or maybe a, a helicopter shot from the top <laughs> with bushes so it looked kind of like the voyeuristic angles they were doing before. Yeah. Um, I think it's good as it is. <laughs> Apparently, the photographer went up there every day for two weeks trying to get the perfect shot looking down at Harry or whatever. Uh, right, or really? just even establishing shots. And 
It was all foggy except for one of those nights. That now every asshole's got a drone. Yeah, yeah, you can just do it. That's good that they spent so long doing that. Mm. Well, uh, Ben. What? Irvy. Thank you very much for joining us for these minutes. You're Thank you. Thank you for having us. Were they painful? No, they were Do you fun. like the movie? Well, yeah, I mean, I for the, the painful for the, you know, mm. the characters, <laughs> the actors. Particularly painful sequence. The boom yeah. operators because you got to hurts your arms. No one's hurt more than Scorpio, but judging by his screen. Emotionally, <laughs> definitely. Emotionally, mentally, in every way. And thank you, Greta, for joining us again. No problem. Mm. I love this movie I haven't seen. <laughs> Perhaps he'll join us for another random minute later on. Well, thank you all for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, thank you. Right. We'll catch some of you, Tim, yeah. next time on Dirty, Dirty Harry. 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 Harry.